You're listening to Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. On every episode, I talk to you about uplifting, empowering, and inspirational topics that can help you to stand up and fight those beasts in your life and to just live a life filled with much more happiness, strength, and courage. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or on SoundCloud so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. You can also find this directly on my website at ValerieSilvera.com. You are not alone. I am standing with you. Hello, my friends. Is happiness really an inside job? I know that can sound so cliche and maybe at some point in your life you thought, that's ridiculous. Of course, outside factors play into my happiness. Well, let's talk about that. I believe that happiness is an inside job, but having said that, of course, outside influences, people and situations can make us happier. There's no question about that. I mean, think about the time when you got a new car, for instance. And you felt happy every single time you drove in that car. Of course that made you feel happier. If you're a parent and your sons and daughters are doing well, of course you're happier when they are doing well. When you look into your bank account and there's got a lot of zeros in there, you know, lots of digits, of course that can make you happier. Yes, it is absolutely true that outside influences and people can make us happier. I think that's really, first of all, the key to the whole thing. It makes us happier, not happy, happier. Because if you don't start out as a happy person, I don't even know if those things can truly make you happy. They would simply just be masking something, masking your sadness, your pain, or anger or whatever. I mean, you've got to start out and have some happiness inside in the first place before you can even appreciate the happiness of these outside influences. The other thing that we have to remember is that these outside things are so temporary. I mean, I certainly hope that many of these outside influences that can make you happy, I hope they're forever for you. I have found out in my life that nothing has been permanent. Nothing has been forever. I don't know what you've gone through, what you're going through, or what you might go through in the future. This is why it is so critical for you to really work on yourself and and your internal happiness because you don't have control over so many things. You've probably heard me say this before, that most things in our life are completely out of our control. I mean, really, when you think about all the things that you've been trying to control, the things you worry about, the things you stress about, most of those things are not even within your control. Perhaps one of the only things, and certainly the thing that you can control the most, is your attitude, your thinking, it's your mindset. It's how you think about things, what you choose to think about, what thoughts you allow to enter and take over your mind and space in your head, what kind of things you decide to speak about, what kind of things you say, how you say them, what's the attitude about how you say them. And again, this all starts with your thinking and with your mindset. 
And so I think this thing about happiness, at least for me, for most of my life, if somebody had really asked me, you know, what would make you happy? I'm sure I would have listed out all of these outside influences. I would have said, maybe when I was younger, having a lot of money, having a great job. Maybe I would have said having friends. Then after I had children, of course, I would have said my children doing well and being safe and happy and, and all of that. And, you know, there, these kind of things might change a little bit over time. But those are probably the kinds of things that you have thought about in the past about what makes us happy. And so, of course, again, I want to you know make sure you understand that I do know that those things can make us happier. Of course. Why shouldn't we go after things in our lives that can make us happier? Why wouldn't we want as many happy things as we can have in our lives? But again, at the core of all of this is you making that decision, me making that decision to be happy no matter what. Now that's not to say that when the you know what hits the fan, that I'm happy in that moment. I've got to work through that. I had to work through a lot of things in my life. I've had to work through my daughter becoming an addict. I've had to work through her being shot the first time back in 2004. And by the way, I didn't have the tools that I have now. I didn't have the nine actions to battle your beast that I that I use. I didn't have the same mindset that I have now back then. I wish I did because I could have made it through those things in a much stronger way and I could have found some happiness because I wound up completely depressed and sad and hopeless and helpless. I lived in paralyzing fear. I mean, all of these things because this stuff on the outside was not happening the way I wanted, needed, expected. And so I allowed these things to make me internally unhappy. And thankfully, I got myself into the right mindset and started doing the work that I do so that I could learn how to be happy again. And that's really what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to figure out how you can use whatever tools make the most sense for you to change your mindset and to figure out how to be happy on the inside, how to have that resolve that you're going to be happy no matter what. That's tough. I mean, seriously, if you'd pitched that idea out to me several years ago, I would have thought you were kind of nuts. Happy no matter what? Okay, maybe there's a handful of people that can do that, but it's certainly not me. That's what I would have thought in the past. Now, because I am that person, that's how, how come I'm so convinced that it can be you too. Because if I can do it, I know that anybody else can too. So, you know, I've had to learn to use this new mindset, these actions that I use every single day in order for me to find happiness again after my daughter was murdered. And as I record this today, that was a little over two years ago. And it's kind of interesting because those two years seem to have gone so quickly and at the same time so slowly because I've had to work through all of this. But I've, I have found happiness again. And I found it in spite of living with a hole in my heart. And this is why it's so critical for you because you are going to go through stuff in your life. I mean, let's think about this. The kinds of things that can make us unhappy or that we allow to make us unhappy. By the time you go through your first decade, you've had disappointment, you've had maybe friends betray you, you've had what you consider to be failures, you know, maybe you were on a sport team and you didn't do so well or something like that. 
you've had embarrassment and awkwardness and all of that kind of stuff, at least, if not more, in your first decade of life. You know, by the time you've gone through your second decade of life, you've gone through probably heartbreak, more of that betrayal, disappointment. And by the way, in that first and or second decade of your life, you could have had parents that weren't there for you. I mean, some of us have experienced that, you know, big stuff. Some of you have been abused. This is just getting up to the second decade of your life. Maybe you've even already had financial troubles and confusion about your future and what you want to do with it. Perhaps you've run into the addiction beast. Lots of different things could have happened to you already just up and up to your second decade of life. By the time you're into your third decade of life, well, gee, you know, maybe you've gone through now more financial difficulties, health issues, perhaps the loss of loved ones, the loss of friendships, all sorts of more disappointments and people who have betrayed you in situations that didn't seem unfair to you and, you know, on and on and on. Now, by the time you get through the fourth decade of your life, it's just more of those challenges are coming at us. Perhaps during those first four decades of life too, if you've made it that far to this day, perhaps you've had even more wonderful things happen too. And that's really what we're going to get into in a moment because there are wonderful things happening in the middle of this, but we're choosing not to see them when we're allowing all of this unhappiness to take over our lives. By the time you get through the fifth decade of life, you know, now you've got parents that are aging. Maybe you've lost your parents. Maybe more health issues have happened, perhaps financial troubles. Like me, maybe you had a son or a daughter that met the addiction beast or something else, some other, you know, real struggle in their life. Some of you have even had children who've gotten married and been divorced, uh, couldn't have children, all sorts of different things and disappointments and things that this is life. Nobody ever said life was going to be easy. And so as these, you know, the years wear on, these things can tend to pile up by the time you get, you know, I'm in my sixth decade. I'm 56 as I record this. I'm in my sixth decade of life. And so it's just more and more challenges. The, you know, the closer you get to mortality, all of that kind of stuff is happening. So you get my point. Life is happening and life can be full of these disappointments. I shouldn't say can be, it is going to be. It is going to be full of disappointments, betrayals, loss, loneliness, disappointment, frustration, uncertainty, fear, all of these things. So the key is to figure out how you're going to be happy in spite of them and even because of them. I know that can sound so crazy, especially if you haven't followed my work for very long and you're not in tune with my philosophy and the things that I talk about. You might think, this gal has lost her mind. Well, again, I didn't think it was possible for me either, but this is the key to the whole thing because remember I told you, and I don't want to sound like a big downer that, you know, the older you get, oh my gosh, life is so terrible as it goes on. But let's face it, the older we get, the more life we've lived. So of course we're going to have more disappointments, but guess what? The longer you live, you can also have much more happiness. You can have a lot more love, more friendship, more experiences, so many wonderful things too. But do you see what I'm saying? 
if we don't choose to be happy on the inside, we're not going to notice those. What we're going to focus on is what I said earlier. We're going to focus on the fact that life can become more difficult, the disappointments, the frustrations, the fears, the, the losses, the um, betrayals, all of that is going to seem like it's just magnifying. Oh my gosh, every year we just get more and more. It's true. You're going to have more and more of everything. So the key is to figure out how to have more and more happiness no matter what happens. And so this is why it's kind of funny because I sometimes feel like this happiness, you know, the whole thing about happiness is just kind of this cliche thing about how do we, you know, skip down the road and be happy. I'm talking about really being happy in your soul, being at peace when it doesn't seem like you should, or having this happy burst of happiness, this happy moment when, you know, the, you know, what's hitting the fan and there's stuff going crashing all around you. And yet you're having a happy moment. Now, for me, and I really think for you too, and I don't you know, know what your spiritual beliefs are, but I think what's really key is to have a relationship with God or whatever it is you believe, to have that spiritual connection. Um, especially the older we get and you know, mortality staring us in the face, it's becoming more real to us as we lose people and that kind of thing. And just, just the older you get, you become more introspective, I hope. And so we think about these things a little bit more. And so I think that connection to God that, you know, that's your source. That's where you came from and hopefully, you know, where you're going to. And so I think that is key for me. That has been really, really key, you know, and I'm not talking about sitting in church all day and, you know, folding my hands and singing hymns. You know, that's not how I have my relationship with God, but whatever it is for you, I think that spiritual connection is really key to happiness. I truly do. I, th I don't know how people do it without. I really don't. Um, so I think that's one thing. And then the other thing is really just our mindset. It's de deciding. It's saying that I'm going to not allow these outside influences to affect me. I'm not going to allow my happiness to be dependent upon how many handbags I have. I know that sounds kind of silly, but let's face it. Lots of people are doing that. You're collecting stuff. Because you think this stuff is going to make you happier. You're going, you think that if you wear the latest thing and you have all the best makeup and your hair looks the best and you know you weigh the right amount and all of this, that it's going to make you happy. Well, again, it could help you to be happier. But none of that is going to make you happy. It's just not. Not on its own. Because all of those things are temporary. And that's why you know having your connection with God and having you know, finding that peace. And, you know, I have what I call, I know the Bible says that it's the peace that surpasses all understanding. I call it the peace that surpasses my understanding because I don't know about anybody else, but I don't get it. I don't get how I can be happy in spite of everything that I've gone through and some things that I'm even still going through. Um, one of them being the unsolved murder of my daughter. And so, how can I be happy in the middle of all this, you know, and after everything? It's really because I, cho I chose to be. It would be so easy to be unhappy. It'd be so easy to feel like life has been unfair. It would be so easy to feel as if it's not fair because there hasn't been justice. It would be so easy to be unhappy because I know so many people who get to enjoy time with their daughters and their daughters are having children and all this and I don't have a daughter anymore. It'd be so easy for you to think about your disappointments, whatever they are. They don't have to seem as big as mine, but they're yours. You know, they're your disappointments. They're, 
they're the things that, you know, you thought you'd be in this place by the time you're this age and you're not. Well, join the crowd. But you know what? I have things in my life right now, internally mainly, that are far better than, than anything I could have imagined because I used to believe that, you know, there were so many outside influences that were the key to my happiness. The key to your happiness is to decide that you're going to figure out how to take those disappointments and learn from them. And then also, what, what good can come from this? What kind of collateral beauty can you find? In my book, Misery, You Don't Get My Company, I wrote about collateral beauty and it was such an eye-opener for me. I mean, it was like a two-by-four upside the head, and I don't mean in a bad way. It was in a good way that, wow, I could actually find incredible beauty that has come from this 15-year ride on the roller coaster from hell. And I mean, I've always talked about 13 years on the roller coaster from hell, but I guess in my mind, sometimes I think about Jamie's life was 15 years of addiction and 15 years without, you know, half of her life. So whatever the number is, I feel as if, you know, I, it, it'd be so easy to, to say that, you know, how could you find any good from that? But honestly and truly, I have learned to let go of judgment, to forgive, forgive, forgive. And I was never like that before. I mean, I could forgive people pretty easily for certain things, but I really didn't have the capacity to forgive the way I do now and to forgive so readily and so easily. And that's because of this junk that I've gone through, this you know horrendous hardship and heartbreak and loss and all of that. So you, you see, you have all of the, uh, you have what's inside of you to do what I'm doing. You can find the collateral beauty. You really can. You can find the good. And I, I, I don't want you to think of this as cliche because before you start practicing it, you know, and really start living it, it sounds kind of corny. It sounds kind of, you know, something to say, you know, it sounds like a self-help thing to just pitch out there. But the truth of the matter is it's real and it's so tangible and Oh gosh, I just want you to get there. I really want you to get here because no matter what you've gone through, whether you're in that first, second, third, wherever you are in the decades of life that I talked about a few minutes ago, you've had some stuff happen. And whether you consider it small or big, it's your stuff. And so you can take what, do this earlier than I did. You know, don't wait until you're in your 50s to start doing this if you're younger. If, you, if you're older or already in your 50s, then start now. But don't, you know, think that, oh, well, I haven't gone through enough life, so I don't need to learn all that. Learn these lessons now. Gosh, how I wish I had learned these lessons earlier. Happiness truly is an inside job. And the happier you can be on the inside, the happier you can be no matter what. The more resigned you are to say, I am going to be a happy person no matter what life throws at me, no matter what two by four whacks me upside the head, no matter what I go through, I'm going to be happy. You want to know why? Because I choose to be. Some of the happiest people I know are people who've gone through some of the most difficult circumstances, even circumstances that I look at and say, wow, how are they dealing with this? Learn to be happy. Decide. It's really a decision. You decide 
that you are going to be happy no matter what. You decide that you're going to live in peace. You decide that you're going to get that connection from God because this is the source of all this good stuff. You decide that you're going to learn everything you can from what you've gone through and help it to make you a better person because this is the deal. Becoming a better person happens through hardship. I mean, I'm not saying you didn't start out a good person before hardship. You probably did. There's good in everybody. So, but, but, but becoming more, you know, becoming a deeper person that comes through hardship, disappointment, sadness, loss, challenges, trying to climb that mountain, getting whacked upside the head with a two by four. That's where it comes from. So instead of wasting it and going, oh my God, I can't wait for this thing to be over. I can't, when it's all over, I'm going to be happy again, but then I'll go back and learn some lessons. Don't do that. Right where you sit today, decide you're going to start looking for the lessons. You're going to start looking for that collateral beauty. You're going to start identifying it and you're going to allow it. And I say allow it because the opportunity is just sitting there waiting. I mean, you know, God has allowed this stuff in your life because he knows it can help you. If he thought all it would do was hurt you, he would take it away. He knows it can help you. So he wants to allow this, you know, to happen. He wants you to step up to the plate and learn. That's your responsibility though, to take it and make something of it. So stop allowing the fact that you don't have the latest clothing or that you don't have the relationship that you think you should be in or that you know you have a, a child that's crashing or that you've lost somebody you've had a huge disappointment you're having financial difficulties stop allowing that to be an excuse for you not to be happy i know they are reasons but most of our reasons are actually excuses packaged as reasons because as i said in the beginning here this is life okay life is not easy always and everybody nobody's going to escape this life without all of the stuff Without all of those things that can make us feel unhappy. I'm not saying you're going to feel happy every single moment of every single day, but boy, shouldn't that be a goal? Make it a goal that you're going to be that person that somebody else looks at and goes, wow, she is still happy. He looks like a happy person and they've gone through this. Wow. I can't imagine, but how inspired am I? Don't you want to be that person that inspires somebody else because you truly are happy no matter what? So the question I asked at the beginning here was, is happiness really an inside job considering the fact that so many things can make us happier? So many things can make us sad. So that was the question that I presented at the beginning. Is happiness really an inside job? I can tell you as I sit here today, having gone through some very horrendous things, having challenges that still face me today, I can honestly tell you that without reservation that happiness is an inside job. And I believe that you can be happy no matter what, but you've got to step up to the plate. You've got to decide. You've got to go after this. You've got to get your mindset changed. Start learning new strategies to think differently so that you can be that happy person. 
You can be that happy person, not just in spite of what you've gone through. So you're not just the person that people go, wow, they're happy even though they've been through this. You're the person who says, I'm happy because I've gone through this. I have allowed those circumstances that would typically take somebody down. Those circumstances I would have thought would have taken me down and made me a lifelong unhappy person. I'm going to take those things and become a far better person with true inner peace, happiness, joy, because of what I've been through. So yes, I can say without question, happiness is an inside job. This has been another uplifting episode of Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. Remember to visit ValerieSilvera.com slash podcast to subscribe via SoundCloud or iTunes.